Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. All right. A couple uh, mailbag questions before we go yep. about last night's uh, Stars game. Always like to hear from you, Stars fans. You can uh, hit us up anytime. Happy to uh, give you a shout-out as well. So our friend uh, MB Tendy, at MB Tendy. What up, boys? Hope all is well. Would you guys consider this the best rostered team post-cap era going into playoffs? If not, what year outranks them? Cheers. Keep up the solid work. What do you think? Uh, going into the playoffs? Right? Is, is, is what we're yes, go, about, right? going, going into the playoffs. And I'll throw in my quick one, and I'm sorry I don't know the year. The year that they got bounced with Lindy Ruff as the head coach. I thought that was a pretty good roster. Yeah, I mean, the, tw- the they won, the, they had the best record in the West. Yeah. That, that's the 2015 16 okay. team okay. Um, where that team was. Uh, yeah, that, that team, you had, you had prime Jamie Benn, you had Jason Spezza still in a great spot, you had John Klingberg in a great um, You had. That team, I would I would argue that team still had the, and I'm going to say this going with it going into the playoffs is where I'm going to say on this because, um, you had the goaltending on this team I think is undoubtedly better with with Jake Ottinger as opposed to Antony Emi and Kari Latin in that year. Yep. Um. So that is definitely. Uh, that is definitely a fair thing. So it would be in the cap era is it's, it's a great, it's a great, it's a great call to use that as the line, because obviously if you're going through all of history, it's not really fair, but um, I think in the cap era, I think this is up there. I think it's as of right now, that 
2015-16 team was was deeper and attacked you in waves more. Um, it didn't have the, the top line of this team would be better, obviously, with Robertson and Hintz and Pavelski. But I think that 2015-16 team, I think people forget how much that team attacked in waves and how it didn't need, um, it wasn't a one-line team. And it was, it was that, that was that type of team. And so I think that's, uh, for right now, I still give 15-16 the edge on that. Okay. Okay. And the second question comes from Corey D tweets. Thanks for uh, your support, Corey. Do you see Thomas Harley nine goals, 21 assists, 30 points with Texas stars with the big club next season? If so, who do you possibly see out of the picture on the blue line? Well, I can tell you Joel Hanley is a free agent. Um, so there's but that, they're not, they're, but they're, but they're not competing for the same job. No, no, Let's I know. Be, I'm like, just, like, I'm like, just like, throwing yeah, it yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Like, like if I, I could easily see Joel Hanley as part of the Dallas stars next year, but it would be Joel Hanley. Like you need a seventh defense. You do just be yes. like, so like I could easily see Joel Hanley being part of the Dallas stars next year. Um, when it comes to Thomas Harley, um, I think there's gonna have. I think the stars are going to have to make. The stars have to make a difficult decision on Thomas Harley, and it's, and it's, and it's one that. It's it's a very interesting space because obviously I thought Nils Lundqvist comes back in and plays last night and everything like that, but. Um, if Thomas Harley is not on the power play and I've watched Thomas Harley, I've gone out of my way to watch Thomas Harley play games in Texas and everything like that. But if Thomas Harley's not on the power play, he's not really NHL ready by my view. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, just like, like, I like he's been good, but he's not, he's not solving pro. He needs to be on the power play. If you, if Thomas Harley needs to be on the power play, to be an effective NHLer. I don't think he can be an effective NHLer without regular power play time. I don't think he's a purely five on five guy. I don't think he's a penalty kill guy. So the issue becomes, I'm not taking Miro off the first power play. Am I taking Nils Lundqvist off the power play to get him in? Then I'm running into another problem. I, I, I look at Thomas Harley as, and, and maybe the answer is maybe the answer is Thomas Harley is on a, on a two, two man power play with, with Lundqvist at some point but at the end of the day like I I'm a big believer that you should have your five best offensive players it doesn't have to be you don't need two defensemen you don't even need one defenseman if, if your best if your five best offensive players the power player five forwards I'm I'm the I'm I'm the I'm the guy who's willing to green like that yeah um, so I always look at Thomas Harley as okay Miro's not going anywhere Lundqvist isn't going anywhere right is he and they love Liam Bishel. Liam Bishel is has got some potential. Like Thomas Harley keeps feeling like me, he keeps feeling like me to me, like the guy who. And I'm not saying I don't even know who it would be. He just feels like if Jim Nill's going to make yep. a summer deal, he's the he's chip. Going to make a trade. He's the chip. Yep. Like Jim isn't going to trade. He's not going to trade Wyatt Johnson. Clearly, he shouldn't. He's not going to trade Logan Stankoven. He's not going to trade Maverick Bork. Thomas Harley keeps feeling like the guy to me where. Unless Jim has another shakeup, I don't see the spot where he fits and he plays next year because Miro and Colin Miller. Um, yeah, Colin Miller's locked up for another year. Hockenpah's locked uh, up for another uh, year. Another year. I mean, 
maybe like I know people want to see the stars buy out Ryan Suter. I know that's mm-hmm. something fans want. And honestly, if if that's something the stars are willing to do, that's that's completely possible. But I also yeah. stars management and coaching staff don't see an issue with Ryan Suter. That's the thing where it's like that that's the thing where there, there's that's where the giant disconnect is between stars fans and the people running the team is the Ryan Suter disconnect. Like they can agree. Like I know I've talked to people within the stars office. There's people who there is a proper discourse within the stars front office of Nils Lundqvist should be playing more. And it comes down to, there's two sides of the argument. Well, is he ready? Is he ready? Do we play him because we have to or not? Like there is a proper discourse about Nils Lundqvist. There's no discourse about Ryan Suter within the stars. It's he's a solid third line guy. That's what we signed. We signed him. He's, he's moved into that role. Like he's going to be fine. And for me, if I'm Thomas Harley, I look at, if I'm looking at Thomas Harley and I'm looking at my development and where I want to be and for the best possible NHL career for Thomas Harley, does it, it, it's going to come with him. It's going to come with him needing to find a spot where he's running the power play or driving things offensively and playing that role. And Miro, Miro and, and Nils Lundqvist kind of block that. I mean, the other thing you got to remember is Thomas Harley's also, he's only 21. And how many times have we heard Jim Nils say, I like to let prospects over ripen. I, mm-hmm. you can never have too many defensemen. I mean, yeah, this is only his first full year. This is his first, full year in the like in the AHL with one team and he's been good he yep. has been good for Texas but yeah I, I could I could I could easily see him back in Texas next year um I I just don't want him to be in the set I don't want him in, the in and out of the lineup guy I, I don't want to deal with the I agree I don't I don't I, I want him either playing he's playing a lot of minutes I can actually if you give me Let's see if I can pull this up. You don't want have... him to give a star's past examples. I know Brendan Dillon was because of a contract yeah. thing, but, you know, uh, dealt with that um, with uh, Julius Honka, with mm-hmm. now Nils Lundqvist. Uh, I'm trying so, to think of some others that are in and out of the lineup, afraid to make mistakes, um, that kind of situation. You want the total confidence coming up. I can play in this league. I would also yeah. add that, you know, coming off a good year, um, this would be a decent time to use him as a valuable chip in a trade because if he sits, uh, you know, another year in the AHL, still still valuable, but I think his oh, yeah. value has increased over last year based on a first-round pick and a first-round pick that's maturing and playing better in the AHL. I could see a team saying, sure, uh, I'll, I'll I'll take him. You know, that's a, that's a lot of value coming my way or solid value along with something else. So the stars could, um, you know, further what they need. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. 
Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So right now, Thomas Harley, and I was able to thank you for segueing that so I could look this up. Um, AHL time on ice is not a public stat, but um, through people I work with over at Elite Prospects, I work, I have access to Instat, which looks at some advanced analytics. These are the same, same people who, when we were looking at the numbers for Jake Ottinger earlier this, this is week. awesome. Shot. Yes. So, I need Curtis McKenzie's just, time on ice after that, please. So, so uh, <laughs> Thomas Harley, this season in Texas is averaging 20 minutes, 58 seconds a game. He's averaging a minute five on the power play and two thirteen per game shorthanded. He's not getting that opportunity in Dallas. He's playing 12, 13 minutes. People are going to be screaming and yelling for him to play more. I like where he is right now. I like that he's allowed to kind of own those 21 minutes a game, play that much time. He, this week, he's had, yes, let's see, he had against Coach, he played the other night against Coachella Valley in a back-to-back. He played 23-25 on, he played 23-25 on Tuesday night. He had 16-13. On two, uh, in a game they won six one because Texas uh, tried to, but he got he got close to forty minutes over mm-hmm. two games. I mean, how many games is it going to take Nils Lundqvist to play forty minutes of hockey? Yeah. So it's 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 I I think it's I I'm okay with where he is right now. Yeah. Um, I I I I still want that for I still think him playing 22, 23 minutes a night next year is better than him being in and out scratched in the NHL. That's yeah. that's what I look and, at. And one of the good um, things is is that, you know, the stars are building some assets. And, you know, that that's my only thing about Nils Lundqvist not playing. I mean, I want to see him develop. Um, I also do get kind of frustrated. I know others do. I mean, you used a first-round pick. So if you use mm-hmm. that valuable pick, I want to see that player on the ice um, you know, developing because I can use that asset. A perfect example was during the Jacob Chikrin trade. You know, that was a big piece in that was a first round pick. So, you know, I mean, first round picks are probably the most valuable asset now at the trade deadline. Yeah. Uh, Curtis McKenzie, by the way, averaging 1625. You are the man. I got to get Curtis on. I bet he has great stories. And uh, the thing you'll love most about this, and this is just, and it doesn't surprise me at all because of how he, how Texas runs their power play, uh, three thirty-two per game average on power play. Curtis is the, uh, it's it's not the Alex Ovechkin standing there like he's at a bus stop, but basically <laughs> Curtis McKenzie is the net front guy yes. for both power play one and power play two for Texas. That's and so that's awesome. about three and a half minutes per game of taking cross checks to the back, God. elbows to like it's. So there's your, there's your Curtis McKenzie I love fun it, fact man. for today. <laughs> I, I, I got to spend some time with Curtis when he was up here, and I just think he's a cool dude, you know. Uh, I, th- yeah, I think while we're talking Texas, we should just bring up. And you know, we talked about Jake Ottinger. Um, uh, we talked about Jake Ottinger yep. having um, some success last night. Um, Matt Murray hadn't played for a little bit. Goes down to. Uh, gets sent switches him. he gets recalled today they switched him with Remy Poirier to uh to basically uh they switched him with Remy Poirier so he could get, get two starts played really well went down played uh 
played both games against Coachella Valley this week. He had basically took some, they needed to get him to play. They needed to get him playing because not, I believe it's next weekend is a back-to-back, I think coming up. So you're going to have to figure out when it comes to Ottinger, how you're going to handle that back-to-back. Are you going to, and when it comes to around the back-to-back, are you going to play, if you, even if you're going to play Ottinger both games, you're going to have to play another goalie around that. And so I thought it was really big for Matt Murray to go down, get two wins for Texas against Coachella Valley, yep. play some games like a starter. Um, so we should point that out. Too. Yeah, and you are correct. Uh, Coyotes on Friday night in Arizona. Then they travel to Denver and take on the Avalanche on Saturday night. And then they're back home on Monday night against Nashville. So uh, busy schedule give, up and coming. Um, and give, a tr- uh, I'll, I'll say this right now. Yeah. You can, we can talk more about it next week. I, I, I would actually... I would go Murray in game one on that one. Yep. Give Ottinger. Ottinger loves the the big game. He loves the give him Colorado and give him Colorado and give him Nashville. That's what I would do on that one. But that's yep. uh, we can talk way more. We can talk more. No, about that we, we we can. And for those, yeah. you know, we talked a lot of stars today. Um, I will say Vancouver tomorrow night. Um, listen, I, I'm not even going to call it a trap game. Um, the stars have not matched up well with Vancouver this year, so um, mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, and Vancouver's been playing uh, pretty good hockey for uh, Rick Tockett since the change was made. Uh, so we'll see tomorrow night, but, you know, another two points to be had. They have Chicago next week as well as Arizona, so some games that they can win. So this will be great, and, uh, you know, hopefully they can continue, as you mentioned, Sean, the momentum that they had uh, last night. So as always, sir, you are absolutely a beast Have a great weekend. Go Stars. If you like this podcast, if you like what Sean's giving you, like AHL Minutes, which I thoroughly enjoy, you're not going to find that anywhere else, folks. Listen, download, spread the word on social media. It's a local DFW hockey show that gives you everything Stars in the NHL. It's called Spits and Suds. Have a great weekend, everybody.